Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We are live in the Garden District of Baton Rouge on this Thursday, June 4th. June 4th, we'll have J-Bone and Jimbo from the J-Pod Bonecast, a little crossover special near the end of this episode. So please stay tuned and then check them out at J-Pod Bonecast on any streaming services, especially Spotify, who's going to give all the money out during this COVID-19 pandemic. Al, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing all right. We just had a good little uh, record with uh, J-Bone, so uh, stay tuned for that later. But uh, I think we got a little... A little couple things to touch on here. A lot going on in the world these days. Um, you know, had just, I think, a couple of random little stories from uh, the executive producer and I, and then we'll get into J-Bone and Jimbo uh, talking bullshit like uh, we've done on several podcasts before. A lot of just random jokes and just good times. No, uh, no bummer topics. So... Uh, speaking of just good times, Craig, you're on notice that it's uh, Leo's birthday coming up. I believe you're going to do it on, what, the Saturday before, which is when? We'll probably do it on uh, June 27th as a Saturday. Leo's birthday is the next day, but I don't know. I, we haven't put a date out there because we have coronavirus and not sure where to have this and everything, but we'll probably just hang out. Nothing big, but. Probably that Saturday, the last Saturday. But Craig, what Harley's saying is you're invited for a pepper showdown. Sauces say that Cag will not show up for a pepper challenge because he's too much of a Texas softy now. And he's a big, fat chicken. Now, Harley, you're thinking you can take Craig in a battle of heat. Now, like, what kind of challenge? You guys just going to go pepper for pepper, and whoever taps out first loses. Well, we got to see what kind challenge? of pepper inventory we have. So we're going to have okay. to we're going to have to get a, a good inventory. Once we got a good inventory, we can really uh, settle on the the guidelines. I don't think Craig and I should be uh, too involved on the guidelines. Who's on the pepper committee then? Who well, do you want to be the judges? You well, and Craig are the well, combatants. First of all, Brian is the king of the Pepper Committee. If you don't know who Brian Peppers is, just Google Brian Peppers. We've been he's talking a, about him way too he's much. He's a veteran. Though. He's a veteran. I showed my parents um, who Brian Peppers is uh, this past weekend. So if you don't know about Brian Peppers, Google Brian Peppers. Great guy. So in, in, anyway, we will. Uh, Brian will be on there. I think Leo should be on the Pepper Committee. What's he gonna do? He can't judge hotness or anything. No, he's just on the committee. He's just there. It's his for birthday. the picture photo. It's a birthday. Yeah, you, when you get Brian, Leo, and then you can just pick a third, and that so that's well, a pretty big uh, uh, try. Uh, damn it! Well, try piece. It sounds like he's the you know judge of honor, and he's not going to be actually giving out a a score. Oh so, no 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 no! The the, the winner is going to be judged between me and Craig. Me and Craig are going. One of us is going to know who won. So the, you're going to tap out. 
How does this work? Like you go oh, pepper yeah, yeah, for no, pepper you know, until dude, you'll you'll know who lost. This will be obvious. He'll be fucking red face, blonde hair, blue eyes. Whoever pukes first, sure. Okay. Who's whoever's the fucking reddest after a couple peppers when everybody's done? I don't know. Whoever needs a swig of water. Whoever can't figure out if it's Bud Light or Coors Light. Whoever can't ha- whoever handles it worse. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Okay. We'll probably put Mark on the committee. Uh, if if chess piece Chris comes up, our lawyer, maybe Uncle E since he's in town. I think Hans finally lifted the embargo since yeah, we're so in you're phase gonna, two. You're gonna pick the lawyers. Yeah, I mean they they seem like this could be a good uh, resume builder for when they want to be a judge one day. I wouldn't trust the lawyers. They could be bought and paid for. So Craig will Craig's been saving a lot of money by not going to the strip club or Twin Peaks. So he may be able to slide some dollar bills over to the judges and and get them to wager in his favor. Well, as I will tell you that they can probably be paid off. I see them double-crossing Craig as a higher probability of taking the money and then shitting on him than actually taking the money and siding with him. So, uh, Craig, please try to pay him off. So he's got no way to collect is what you're saying? I'm just saying when uh, if you're going to grease Chris and Eric, you go ahead and pay them up front. The, the loyalty's not there to Craig. I think they at that point they'll just turn and do whatever they want to do. And Al's making a, a little... Uh, Sailor Jerry's and Ginger. We've been trying to get a podcast uh, sponsor for a little bit. Eh, playing a little hardball with us, but uh, hopefully we can announce something soon with that. But uh, yeah, we're uh, I'm drinking Sailor Jerry tonight. You know, I was at Rouse's the other day. Uh, shout out to the uh, local grocery stores in Baton Rouge. They're they're, they're the H E B's of Louisiana. No, not the not the H-E-Bs. I keep talking. I don't uh, want to get too local. Okay. All right. So, anyway, uh, they have a Peroni, which is a, an a, Italian beer company. They had a case of 24-pounders for sale of Peroni. I've never seen this before. People don't really know what a pounder is. I've used that phrase before, and I've had to explain it to them. Can you explain to the people what a pounder well, is? Well, typically a pounder would be a 16-ounce beer because that's how much a pound weighs. But these were actually 16.9 ounces, so it was a nice. little extra. So what do you think a case of like Natty Light pounders cost, Al? I know we've been out of college for a while, but a case of them. A, a, a case? Pounders. So 24 nines? 24 16-ounce? Yeah. Of Natty Light, probably somewhere around if if a six pack of Pounders cost eight bucks, prorate that you figure it'd be around like twenty four, twenty five bucks okay. for a for a for a case of Pounders for a case of Pounders. That's Natty a lot Light. of that's a lot of fucking booze. Twenty four times sixteen. That's a lot of ounces there. What if I told you I got the Peronis for fifteen dollars? 24 beers for $15 uh that are and they're pounders so like pounders. so like less than a dollar a beer for a imported beer I'd say it's a good deal I'd say I checked the expiration date uh and I'd also order uh, a sandwich cuz I'm probably in Amart okay bad rouge joke yes so um I bought a case of them I kept looking at cuz it was like a it was it was in like a plastic wrap with like the cardboard like around the edges like came from like sam's club or costco so no one had ever touched this fucking thing so i'm looking and there's 
there's uh, four of them stacked up. I, I've got like, are these like non-alcoholic? Why are they so cheap? So I'm spinning around 5.1%. That's actually kind of heavy. It's be, it's better it's better than your average light beer. All right. I'm putting this in the cart. And these are fucking pounders. Put it in the cart. That's right. $15 for 24, 169 ounce Italian imported. Even Marcos from Parasso would like these bad boys. So what's the expiration date? Did you look? I didn't look, but they tasted fucking spectacular. And did you buy all four cases? All right. So you know me pretty well. Because it's a value and you have an outdoor uh, fridge and you haven't had a lot of visitors during coronavirus. So that fridge, you know, if you're hitting it every once in a while, it's got to be running pretty low. So what I would tell you is... I wanted to make sure they weren't they weren't skunked first, so I went ahead and bought bought the uh, case. Figured like there's probably not too many people eyeing these things. They're not in the easiest place to see. They're kind of like they don't look that appetizing. And Peroni's not like selling hotcakes in Louisiana. Oh, it's not even Louisiana. It's fucking the country Louisiana. Like they can't. They'll be like pepperoni. I don't like the taste in my beer and not order it. So they've probably had this shit and they're trying to get rid of That's it. That's what I'm. Which thinking. is obviously the people in the uh, country have no idea that it's you know it's regarded as it'd be like it'd be probably the equivalent of having Budweiser in Europe. Like they'd be like, oh, it's pretty good beer and it's you know a good bang for your buck. You know if you like the taste, whatever. So this is a hell of a deal. So, so Harley did one to test it. So out. I, b- I bought one and I brought it home, put it in the fridge, chilled them out. Uh, tried about six of them at one time. You know, back to back to back AAU national champions. Quarter of a K shout out to Tommy Anamsky. Um, and guess what? They were hitting pretty good. So then me and the wife go back to Rouse's. The next day for some other stuff, you know. You brought the wife because you need some muscle. <laughs> so so she's sitting there and she's getting ready to go to a work trip, blah, blah, blah. So we got to pick up some, some waters and some beer and stuff for her. And I was like, hey, what about these Peronis? Good deal right here. You should take the Peronis. And she didn't, she didn't want them. And I was like, well, you know what? I mean, there was four. Now there's three. I'm just going to buy this case. So boom, bought another case. So now I got... Uh, I drank a whole bunch of them too, so I probably got like 30, 30 or so left in the in the fridge right now. The point of the story is you're just buying one at a time, though. You know this is a fucking steal of the century, but you're like I'm just gonna buy I'm one slow, at a time. I'm slow playing it. He, he, you're saying these four cases have been sitting there that long enough that if I buy two, these other two are probably gonna be still be here, may even be cheaper by the time I come back and need them. That, that's what I'm thinking. So when I see them this coming week, I'm buying another one. Just like, uh, mm. what's he say? DJ Khaled, another one. There you go. So wait. So at this point in the story, there's you. you you're hoping there's two waiting for you. You've bought. Yeah, half. I bought. I bought 48, 20, uh, 48, 16.9 So um, if you go back. If there's two there, are you going to buy both of them or are you just going to buy one again? This is a big question here. This is something you may have you I'm buy, probably I'm have thought buy, I'm just going to buy two. I'm just gonna I would, too. It. You got the fridge? I mean, if you uh, got the fridge space. Um, I got enough I got enough space, yeah. But that's uh, a, you getting sick of Peroni, though? My cheapness overcomes my uh, lack of variety in my beer. I'm more of a Moretti guy when I go to Italy, but, uh, you know, hey. 
that's a deal. I'm not going to fucking turn that down. No, you might even come up just to try to out. out I shouldn't have told you that. Wait, you said Rouse's? <laughs> I don't know. Zachary's rough up there. I just saw a Tulane uh, cornerback slug out a high school chick. So I'm not sure there's real, real brutality going on in Zachary. So have you uh, had to go to like uh, appointments and stuff around town and having to wear a mask and stuff like have you went to somewhere where they require you to wear a mask? Harley, do I look like a guy who's got a lot of appointments? (laughs) (laughs) So I had to go to a lot of appointments. No, I'm not like you. I don't have a fucking four eye contact. Uh, checkup appointments I got to do. Well, so I'm I not had, a, I'm not a big doctor guy. So I had to um get an eye appointment because during the quarantine I was getting low on uh <laughs> nerd. I was, low, a nerd. <laughs> I was getting low on contacts, and so I was like, oh fuck. Well, <laughs> which one has astigmatism? <laughs> uh, I, I actually use AccuView Oasis, but I don't think it's for astigmatism. Shout out to that commercial with the twins. AccuView Oasis, the sponsored hot tub at the MGM Grand. Somebody wants to talk about their stock. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, shout out to them. That's resorts, though. We'll get to that later. Um, so I call and I make an appointment, and they're like, after they take my appointment, and they say, by the way, um, we require you to wear a mask when you come in. So I ain't bought a mask yet. So we've been in a pandemic for like nearly two months. I ain't got a fucking mask. I don't know what the fuck this is. The only reason my entire household, which means me, Amber, and Leo had masks, I have exactly three of them, is because a uh, guy at our office brought a pack in like one of the last days before we got sent home to work from home. And he had a, hey, you want a mask? You want a mask? I grabbed three from him. That's the only mask we have. So, like, I think a lot of people don't have masks. Everyone's like, these people in the stores without a mask, they're a bunch of assholes. Well, I mean, I just have a mask by luck of chance. Do you wear it in public? I wear it in the grocery store and whatever. Like, it's, I hear the mask is more because if you're sick, you don't want to give it to anybody else. And I feel fine, but it's just a common courtesy thing. I also have this. This goes into one of my topics I have written down, but. Well, am I the asshole for not wanting to wear the mask? Because I don't want to wear it. Not, I have one now. I don't fucking, I don't like wearing it in the in the grocery store and stuff because I don't like being just hot breath on me all the time. It's your breath, though. It's friendly fire. What do you care? Yeah, I'm not that hot should, box, that, I'm not choosing to hot box myself if I don't have to. Well, that should make you fucking mentally aware that you have bad breath. No, I think humans have some kind of like instinct where you can't smell your own bad breath. Just, so well, then why do you care? Because I just... I just don't think the fucking cloth mask is going to save you from a virus. If, fuck, if, if a condom can't save if, you from AIDS, I don't think a uh, fucking cotton mask is going to save you from a virus. Uh, the science, which it may be wrong, but the generally accepted science is if you wear a mask, it decreases the rate of you giving your virus to somebody else. So if you wear a mask, it's going to uh, more likely prevent somebody else from catching it, if you have it, which you think you don't have it, but like you don't, you, you don't know. You don't so know. I guess I am the a, asshole. So right. So like you're only protecting other people by wearing a mask. So really, it's not about you at all. Like the only thing about you is you may look like an idiot wearing a mask, but yeah. In the grocery, I don't, I don't in the grocury store, I wear a mask, and that's pretty much the 
like the only other place I've been besides to like pick up food. So like I I go to my work, but I don't wear the mask there. So I'll go to the eye doctor, and and before I went, I got to find a mask. Well, I don't know where a fucking mask is. I'm thinking I might wear a headband over my face. I I don't know. Party City's probably only cl- uh, open from right, eight to twelve. Stop. I'm not going to Party City. So, Masks. <laughs> I I yeah. Oh, I got there you it. go. Yeah, oh, you I got, got it now. I got it. I got it. Yeah. So so I ask uh, a lady at work. I was like, Hey, look, I I know you flew on a plane recently. Where'd you f- find a mask? Oh yeah, you can just have mine. Okay, fine, cool. I got a mask. Are these reusable? I think all masks are reusable. You're probably are not you supposed to it? share. No, I'm not going to clean it because I don't care. Speaking of which, like, how often do the air uh, airplane masks that are supposed to drop down in case of a low oxygen, how often do those get cleaned? All right, anyway, so I go get my eye appointment. With the mask on and they trying to give you your vision, you can't actually get it because it just puts fucking hot gas out from the nose and it blurs up all the fucking rec specs and shit that are flipping around. anyway it was the worst eye point of all time they just wrote me the same thing and uh dr uh, amy den appreciate you for seeing me no again. last names well i mean if you're in baton rouge ideal vision care shout out to tony who runs the place uh great people's girl or guy well tony's the 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 runs the place he's the manager and uh dr amy is a female. She called. She tells me to call her Amy because I was like one of her first clients. Well, this is kind of a role reversal. Normally, the man's the dentist, and then the the wife is the. It's, t- it's twenty twenty, dude. Stop fucking thinking stereotypes. And this is in Baton Rouge. Shout out to them. Yeah, smashing gender them, stereotypes. I've been going to them since uh, freshman year of college. I swear, I've been going there. I was like their first patient. They literally okay. opened up, and I was like, okay, boom. And okay. I'm, I'm a loyal person. I never I never uh, go away from We made that with Peter Pan, and big shout-out to Ross, the only like I got on that Instagram post. So um, you said... <sighs> I was talking about mask, and you wanted to jump in, and we said grocery store. Uh, you look kind of The dentist. Confused. The dentist. I didn't go to the dentist. I went to optometrist. Oh, uh, fucking same difference. Yeah, teeth, eyes, all for seeing. So anyway, uh, speaking of seeing, uh, shout out to Harold, uh, or AKA Chunk. Uh, I beat you in Run Club because I did Schrodinger's Run Club, and I beat your ass on the final day. Got .05 more miles. That'd be 131.05, I believe, was the final number. And because they don't actually give you a final tally, I chose to never open up the app again. So if I never opened the app, I couldn't have possibly lost. So Chunk beat your ass. Suck that tiger dick, bitch. Wait, I can't uh, do that to people nowadays? I mean, do you think he's going to listen to the podcast? Well, I mean, it's in good fun. I don't. You don't tell somebody to suck that tiger dick because you're being an asshole. Yeah, I know. But if he's not around LSU, he's not. He's not going to take that. You know, he's going to take that seriously, probably. No, no one here and suck that tiger. Do dick. Do you know he listened to the last podcast or not? I don't. I don't think so. Okay, so you just. I sent him. I sent him some screen. Some screen updates. Shout out Facebook Messenger for keeping me in in touch with people for, that I knew when I was like in second to fourth grade. I forget where he moved away. I think he moved away right before band, so it was probably fourth grade. <laughs> All right, speaking of age, I thought of this the other day, Harley. I think we've e- reached the age where we can 
tell like new people you meet that you're like 10 years older than you actually are just cause like, oh shit he looks really good for 42 like if i told somebody i was 42 they just meet me for the first time and they're like oh man this guy's you know 40 he looks good for 42 like just lying about your age te- who's gonna call you on it well first of all I'm just throwing this out. This there. is a, this is a curb your enthusiasm, uh, I, uh, like you know, B plot storyline. So what I would tell you is, I don't know if you can do it being a bald guy like yourself, because I can you, do it even more. You ha- you don't have no idea if I'm actually yeah, bald or if I lost yeah, my but hair. You're more likely to look like 42. If I told people they're 42, they'd be like, "Oh my god, you look fucking nice." I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, I do." Been running, fucking not going to the gym. So I'm you're trying to say way. I look bad for 42? Then I'm saying you probably look bad for 32. <laughs> this, that's why I'm saying I'm 42. I get that part, but like I'm thinking if you look good at 32, like I do, that if I said I was 42, then they'd be like, okay, that's amazing. For you, they'd be like, oh, that's that's pretty good. All right, so they're so you're saying I look like more likely that I age 42 so that people wouldn't be impressed because I can go for being 42. So then I just go, you know, I'll do a couple surveys. I'll play with the names. This is like the, a comedian working out a joke. I'll play with the ages. You know, if 42, if I don't get popped for that saying, you know, hey, you look good for 42, people are like, all right, you're 42. Like, they believe it, then I'll go 47. And I'll kind of incrementally play well, with it. Well, so... If you have your kid with you, then that makes the joke even funnier because now they look. It at makes you it more believable. And no, well, no, they'll be more likely to they believe it. No, they they they'd be like, man, that dude had the kid old. That's what they think. Because you think I look older than I actually am. Yes. No, because no, you just told them you're forty-seven. And then you got like a one year old. Yeah, but you're saying they believe I look that old. No, they're, they're gonna they're gonna think not only do you look good for your age, but you're weird for having a kid that old. That's what they'd be thinking. Celebrities have kids so old oh, these yeah, days. Yeah, I forgot we're podcast celebrities. It's Thank okay you. for us hey, to have kids. <laughs> th- w- hey, way to act normal, Harley. We are podcast celebrities. Not way, to to, way to stay grounded. <laughs> I mean, we've influenced so many other podcasts out there. So I, I agree with but you. Yeah. Baton Rouge is longest running episodic podcast just Epis- for episodic yeah, episodic yeah don't worry i'll mess up a word or two probably already did i've messed up one real bad on j j pod's <laughs> bone cast i said monopolize or i meant to say monopolize and i don't know what i said by the way i'm armani he it's not a tuma is in this game from michigan that's on here with cordell stewart yeah, live sports are still contraband right now, so we're watching a, I think, a Big Ten game from like 1994. I uh, am betting a lot of Bundesliga right now, and I'm losing my ass off at the moment, so uh, I need to calm down with that. I'm 1-0, but Harley, I appreciate you for betting more than the uncut gems guy in real life than he did in the movie. It's such a bad movie. Check out my full rant on that on J-Pod's Bonecast. Season 2.0 episode, not really part of the seasons. 
all right, Harley, I have a, you got any like topics you want, really want to get to? I have a couple like random things we can get to at this podcast. I think they're good, but you know, if you want to end it now, these are probably evergreen topics. I will say that, um, going back to work, what I realized, cause there's not live sports. So I'll go ahead and tie this into it is they had a Utah jazz game. Again, uh, no, I mean, New Orleans Jazz game against the Knicks where Pistol Pete scored like 68 points or something like that, some outrageous number. And they replayed on Fox Sports New Orleans. So I DVR'd it. I want to see Pistol Pete. I hadn't really seen a full game of Pistol Pete. I've just seen highlights, that kind of stuff. And people say he's uh, ahead of his time, blah, blah, blah. He's like an old Louisiana's like fucking fanboy he went to lsu he averaged so many points without the three-point line 44 points per game that's crazy especially for a guard um so they all people probably 60 and older in louisiana absolutely adore pistol pete he's, he's just he's like what i feel for coach O. like can do no wrong probably the best of all time one of the best nicknames of all time too pistol pete like that's up there that just tells you everything you need to need to know he's a gunner pistol pete that's a great nickname so being a troll that i can be oh jesus i uh i watched the game and my first reaction was um I think I can dribble better than Pistol Pete. Oh, my. No fucking way. <laughs> I watched the whole game. There's no fucking and way, I Harley. think I have better handles than Pistol Pete. All right. Well, <laughs> which is this game again? This is an NBA game? This is an NBA game. In what year? Uh, I don't know. It's when he scored 68 points against the Knicks. Uh, I, so, a guy who scored 68 points, you think he can... I can out-dribble him. I Harley, didn't say what, he couldn't make baskets. Harley, what's your career high? To be honest, I don't. I, it was also for the Jazz Biddy League. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout the, out to this was Utah Jazz jerseys though. Not shout no out to uh, shout out to Lance and Philly D uh, for being part of this team. You in get the Philly D a swirl. You can't fucking shout him out. On and the podcast. Uh, I would say, that oh yeah, shout out to Philly D, the guy I hazed years later who brought me to the playoffs. I believe, and this probably is untrue, but I had uh, I went six for six for three. I had thirty points, and they uh, I don't believe they that's kept, true either. They kept asking me to pass the ball to Lance, which is the biggest mistake in my career. <laughs> oh, Harley, please fucking note this for when we have Lance on the podcast. I need this smoke. <laughs> um, I'll do that right now. I got some dibs on on here. I'm going to say Jazz career high. But I tell you what. Uh, Pistol Peach dribbling, I was actually a lot less impressed with than I was expecting to. Have you? And you're shaking your head. Have you ever watched a full Pistol Pete game? I haven't watched the game, but I've watched like his his version of the N one mixtape okay. of like of him doing dribbling drills. And I know the stories of him, like his dad being just such a fucking hard ass, and not he basically took a basketball with him and dribbled everywhere. And I saw him do some shit in the game that was like. Jason Williams of the early 2000s, but he did it in the 1960s. Like his completely agree with what you're saying here. However, and and then you said you can dribble better than him. However, in the game, he was get he got the ball stolen a couple times. He scored how many points? Hold on, he got the ball stolen way more than it should. His his speed with the dribble, his 
his moves, this and that, it was not impressive. He had a couple like behind the back passes that were that were fine. You could tell that there's like some skill there, but just in the game, fuck, I could have looked as good as him dribbling for sure. Now, look, 68 points with no three-point line. He was pulling up with people in his fucking grill and smashing them. He was he he takes like maybe how many one, points? 68. Maybe one free throw. One second at the free throw line. This guy was all business. Loved Pistol Pete. He was great. The dribble skills. Did, I was sitting there. My takeaway was, I think I could dribble better than him. And I, know, and I know this is ridiculous. But when the old guy came back to work. Which old guy? One of the old guys I work with comes back to work. And he he's sitting there. And he, he likes to fuck with people. He likes to stir the pot. So I walk in. I said, oh. So like, oh, I'm about to stir the pot. And I was like, oh, good. Let's play see, some games. Good to see you back joining the essential employees, blah, blah, blah. He's like, yeah. Oh, so you use Craig material yep. on him. What's yep. this guy's name? I'm not going there. And then yeah. I Name his position or something. No, he's a retiree. He's back uh, helping us out. So Consultant. Yeah, he's consultant. So anyway, he... Uh, He's sitting there and he's talking. He's at, and he's talking about sports and blah blah. blah. I was like, hey, look, uh, I was watching you uh, the Jazz uh, Knicks game last night where Pistol Pete scored sixty eight points. I think I could dribble better than Pistol Pete, and he was the most triggered I've ever seen an old person get. This was I like don't telling blame him. this was telling like a baby boomer World War Two was a stupid fucking war. Like this guy is going fucking insane. There's no way he could dribble better with you blindfolded. He was the best player I've ever seen, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, he couldn't even dribble his left hand in that game very much. And so it was an ultimate troll move. And, yes, I've seen highlights. Clearly, Pistol P could kick my ass in basketball. But the dribbling in this 1960s or 70s early basketball game was atrocious. Young Phil Jackson was out there on the floor. Very skinny. It was just, it was so weird. Um, I'll probably disagree with you. I mean, when you see people doing stuff and they're playing a way like better scale of player than you play, if like the same stuff happens to them, but they're playing against players that are way better than the players you're playing against, but the same stuff happens, you're like, oh, I'm I'm better than him. But but I agree with you. Like a lot of those old school players, like Bob Cousy, they could never use their left hand. But from what I've seen in Pistol Pete highlights, I think you could use both hands, and I think he was good, but. Apparently, there was a point in his career where he had, like, a knee surgery or something that, like, uh, disabled his physical game. And then he eventually, like, fucking had a heart attack and died. But uh, but this was in, like, the fucking 1960s. Like, he was way ahead of his time. He, like I said, he was doing fucking J-Will shit back in the 1960s. Like, if, not- you, if, you, if you're, you as a player were in the 1960s, I would bet my money on... Pete Maravich fucking oh, owning Oh, yeah, sure. Bet bet on Pistol Pete, but I could fucking cross his ass over without a doubt. No way. Without oh, a no, doubt. No, no, no. I would uh, fucking cross his ass would, over. Okay, would Pistol Pete cross you over, though? Fuck no. Okay. Try uh, to keep that in your right hand, motherfucker. I'm going to take that shit all day. I love this fucking <laughs> gimmick of Harley saying he could beat Pistol Pete. This is the ultimate Stephen A. Smith. You can never prove this, but I'm going to act adamant about it. 
He was garbage. Pistol Pete, he was garbage. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably a terrible Stephen A. Smith. Hey, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, he was making some shots with hands in his face. That dude would just pull up and fucking wreck somebody yeah, from about like 12 foot. You're ribbing him for a game he scored 68 points in. That's it wasn't because of his dribbling. He wasn't even bringing the ball up. He wasn't even playing point guard. I was just so... So how did he score all these points? People just fed him the ball into the basket? He wasn't that tall. He's like It would be literally like somebody standing with like right next to me. He'd just jump up over him and nail it. It was, a, it was fucking ridiculous. So you're saying he's a great shooter then, not a, not a great ball handler. Oh, yeah, he could outshoot Steph Curry without a doubt. <laughs> Steph Curry can't even fucking touch Pistol Pete with the shooting. Now, if Pistol Pete had my dribbling, fuck, Steph Curry would be done. Oh, God. <laughs> um, the troll's gone too far. So um, one of the things that uh, I got in the mail the other day, Al, was uh, a letter from Utz. Uh, if you remember from the last episode, I was very upset with getting some cage, spicy Cajun craw taters with no sauce, no no uh, spice, no flavor. Got Zaps regular chips, so made a complaint, and they made me whole and in some. All right, so to just recap people in the process, you got a bag full of chips. They didn't have any s- spice on them. You fucking tweeted at the company. The company says, Give me your name and what? Like, what's that process like? Yeah, to, to, for everybody else who wants to bitch at a company on Twitter for oh, potentially yeah. free shit, give them the fucking yeah. guidelines. This is, so this, this, is, this is a great PSA. This is what you do. You take a picture of the product. You tag them in the product and say how disappointed you are in the product. So this is what happens. You get a, a DM from them that says, oh, sorry to hear for your experience. Please send us your Name, your address, the uh, they got like a a code that's somewhere on it. It could be barcode, it could be a lot code. It's some code so they can, you know, find the individual that was responsible and take care of Inspector Forty or whoever it is. Shout out to whoever invented the zip code. You have to be making so much fucking money. Like that's one of the things. I'll say this later on another podcast, but I wish I would have invented the fucking code on chips. So, so they, uh, they hit me up. So I send them my address and all this shit. Don't hear back at all. No response in the DMs. Okay, cool. About two weeks later, here comes a, a, a letter in the mail from Utz. Some potato chips. And uh, I open it up and it says, Dear Harley, we are, un- we are unfortunate that you found the... Uh, this error in your chips. Please keep supporting us, blah, blah, blah. Here's some coupons to to purchase some more Zaps chips. So when we did how Joe did this, we came up with Joe got free bread and like chips out of his. Say that for the people. Uh, Joe had the same thing. He went to Panera Bread. Got well, after a- I did it. Got a stinky tuna sandwich, and uh, basically all he had was bread and lettuce on the sandwich and not a lot of tuna. And Joe loves tuna, so he complained, and essentially he got what, Harley? A free sandwich. He got the sandwich he was supposed to get, yeah. So he got a... You're saying, hey, you got a chips and a drink for free. Congratulations for all your <laughs> and bread. And now, bread. now, what did you get, Harley, from bitch to zaps about this? Now, albeit earlier than Joe, apparently. 
for just just for the record, I'm not I accusing got anybody. Four Zaps coupons priced at two dollars and forty nine cents max. So basically, I can get four bags of the small Zaps for free. How small is the small Zaps? I think they're nine ounces. And most of the bags air anyway. Well, yeah, but air doesn't weigh that much. It's called density, bro. So does this make up for? Um, yeah, it's like it's like uh, probably an extra bag plus. So, so I get the bag plus a little bit more, and so I ended up with a bag of regular Zaps chips, which is a little better than eating bread. And what you got to begin with? And then I got a. Uh, I get four bags of the small zaps. So shout out to Utz uh, Zaps and everybody involved here. Uh, and I will shout out their new flavor, uh, Evil Eye. They're uh, they're they look a lot spicier than they are. Maybe I'm just a spice king. I don't know. But it uh, they're like the Voodoo Chips, salt and vinegar style, but with a little kick. So they're called Evil Eye. If you see them out there, you can check them out. They look a lot more intimidating than they actually taste. What's that bag look like? Uh, it's kind of like, it, it looks like a Beetlejuice. Put yourself in the Chinese culture, Harley. Kick they, they, they wear masks like all, you know, uh, Western culture made fun of them for wearing masks for like years. Like, why are these people wearing masks? Like, they're on an airplane wearing masks. Like, what are they doing? And now everyone over here is wearing masks. Anyway, so like... Out in public, when a random guy like sees a girl in public, she's wearing the mask. And then he meets her on the first date, and she's not wearing the mask, and her just girl's all fucked up. Like, that has to happen so much more often in China, right? Or do they even care? So, your take is it'd be, like, slightly different than, like, the trying to date a chick with a hijab. Or something like that, because you don't really know what they look like. So now, right, you, know, you right. got a, you got like all of a sudden she got like a beaver buck teeth or something like that. And now it's just like no go, something like that. Like this is a, a curb your enthusiasm episode. Everyone's out in the mask at fucking you know L.A. People love to shout out their grocery stores. We're out in L.A. at Vaughn's. We're all wearing our. Uh, masks. You see a girl that looks cute. She's wearing the mask. You ask her out. You know, this is Larry David. You ask her out on a oh, date. This is easy. You go on a date with her. She's not wearing the mask. Boom. Like something that was in the mask is busted. Her teeth are fucked up. She's got a cleft lip. And Larry's like, I don't really want to date this chick. But now I'm on the date with her and I can't seem like I'm the asshole. So let's try to find something wrong with her in uh, the third is, act. This is what you do. This could be a Curb Your Enthusiasm I, I, I episode, think, though, I right? It, I think it could, yes. So this is what you do. You take your mask with you and an extra one for her, and you go anti-oppo future and go mask on. So you see that she's busted, but you know she looks good in a mask. So then you just make the gimmick of, I'm going to be ironic, put the mask on. She puts a mask on. She starts looking good. You take her to the house disappoint her in bed and then never call her again so you're you're you just you mask fucker you're on the same thing with me but when you realize like under the mask ain't the greatest you saying hey let's put the mask back on this is a serious health epidemic okay yeah but i'd have done it ironically you can't just like 
It, you, well, you, this is an episode of Curb Your uh, yeah, Enthusiasm. Yeah, 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 I like it. But this that that could be an episode, right? No, I mean that's a gimmick in an episode. Maybe not the full thing. Yeah, but like, what's Leon doing in this? You could have him doing this. He, he Leon, as Larry goes to the up hoity-toity Whole Foods where everyone's wearing a mask, and he gets fooled by the hot white chick wearing a mask. Leon is going to the hood grocery store, going, "Oh shit!" You know, he's finding a very hot chick in his uh, grocery store, and they're not all wearing masks. But you know, Leon's got his own storyline. I could pick what it's going to be, but I don't want to do that in this era. But you could you could do that and show the symmetry between a health epidemic and how different uh, people treat it. Okay. You could do it like that, or and you could do it the complete opposite too. All right. Like the like the Larry David character doesn't want to wear the mask. I think it's an overreaction, and Leon and all them are wearing the masks. And then Leon meets the chicken there that grocery store, and then she turns out to be busted and then leon asks larry what to do about it and larry tells him it's a great it's a great premise for an episode yeah it it it's probably would be like if a chick met joe with the mask on and they took it off and he saw the beak on that motherfucker probably be like whoa right didn't see this one coming see this is exactly kind of what happened with joe joe met Haley when he was transitioning to fitness joe and Haley thought Joe was Fitness Joe. Well, turns out she made a good gamble, and Fitness Joe's remained Fitness Joe. But if she had just caught Fitness Joe into that marathon or whatever he was running to meet her and then went back to regular Joe, she would have been sandbagged. He will go back to regular Joe for sure. You think? I don't know. I think Joe is like tapped into the uh, genes of that his dad had of being in good physical fitness and I don't, I don't think he's gonna let go i don't know i think joe feels motivated joe i think joe's way more motivated than i am i'll say that okay that, that that's fine but joe also lives in tennessee and i, I just gotta say like it, he's not like uh trying to get a beach body or anything like that for up there so you know he might he might need extra layers in the winter that kind of stuff. So you you never know. I haven't seen it. Joe's dedication is great. Joe's ran I know, more miles. I know he couldn't he couldn't run he couldn't keep up with me on the miles though. I I, I was just fucking with you, Joe. You got a big nose, but you you do good on fitness. You're Joe, not my Joe, rival. Joe's got a kid though. Like you got to give him some. I mean, I know you don't have to I give him that slack, but that that goes into the correlation. Soda probably helps him stay active. Soda soda seems pretty active. As Joe always says, that fucking stroller is like an umbrella. All right, so thank you for joining us on another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. We have J-Bone and Jimbo coming up, so uh, I hope you enjoy. I hope everybody's uh, ready to listen and uh, goes into their podcast with with low expectations so that we can overachieve. And I'm going to cut that out. Maybe I should just read Dan's quote. That if someone can't voice their opinion without getting fucking hammered, then no one is going to discuss their differing views. And without that discussion, how do you ever get people to think or see something differently? People are more incentivized to keep quiet and avoid issues if they get berated for saying something that doesn't align with certain opinions. Well said, Dano. I don't know if I agree with you, Dan, but I'm just going to say fuck Derek Chauvin. Who's Derek Chauvin? 
Oh, that, is that the cop that did the, it? The cop that fucking... Oh, yeah. the, the cop that put his knee on George Floyd and George uh, Floyd tapped and he still didn't let up. Yeah, that's a... There's no excuse. Like, what the fuck, dude? All right, so uh, here comes J-Bo. I, I, I keep saying J-Bo instead of J-Bone and Jimbo. It's terrible by me. All right, we out. Uh, well, not technically. We're, we're going to them. And then we're going to be on their podcast. All right, so joining us now on the Talking Small podcast, fan favorite, been on the pod maybe three or four times, and his sidekick. We got Jimbo and J-Bone. You know it. I thought they said no last names. Which one? Jay and Jim. Jim Bone. You know, (laughs) J-Bone. Yeah, our names. Come on, bro. No last names. Just just Jay and Jim. Bone is, is... Okay, well, my bad. I'm sorry, J-Bo and Jimbo. It's all good. Hey, no worries. So, well, this is the first time I think we're joining with y'all after you've started a podcast. So, congratulations to y'all for uh, doing what everyone's doing and having their own podcast. Big shout-outs to y'all. It's J-Bone. Yep. Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I uh, No, I um, I started it, and, uh, you know, uh, no, Jim's, uh, he's been a, a guest on the show many times, so he knows, and, um, you know, it all it came from you guys. Uh, being on the show with you, it opened me up, and I uh, figured, hey, what do I like to talk about, you know, and everything like that, and I figured instead of looking like a crazy person, always rattling off all these awesome tweets about movies, I could, like, you know, put my words into it, and it could be a constructive process, and maybe get some listeners and a fan base going and see what's up, really interactivate, uh, interact, interactivate. sounds like a robot. <laughs> interact, uh, you know, with the uh, listeners. So, yeah, that's about it. So, your podcast, I've listened to every episode, not to brag. but uh, Oh, man. I will say. Hey, every episode of these. You've listened to every one of our episodes? <laughs> Dude, I've gone all the way back. Yeah, yeah. I had to listen to something at the gym. Uh, well, that you know that can be hazardous. I thought we got ruled out from the gym because you dropped too much weights on yourself. Thought we were going to cause bodily injury. This is very true. So, I like the one, th- a couple things I like about J Bones podcast. Well, no, can I say number one? You've listened to every episode. I've listened to no episodes. But one good thing about his podcast is he gives away free shit. He gives away codes to movies yep. and video games. So if you don't pirate everything on the internet, look at J Bone's Twitter and he'll he'll give you some free shit. Very good, uh, very good part about following J Bone. So J Bone, how do you find your podcast? All right, so all you have to do is just go to pretty much any stream series. But listen, we're not on uh, YouTube or SoundCloud. So other than that, it's a uh, J-Pod Bonecast. And uh, yeah, the free stuff, I mean, this is the thing. Uh, you know, I'm like one of those nerds that um, I believe in like, you know, the hardware, like actual uh, disc and everything like that. I know everything's like going digital, but I have all these movies and everything and all these digital download codes, they just sit here. And if you know me, like I used to just give out these codes on my, uh, you know, Instagram and stuff like that. Like whenever, like, you know, like Christmas, I do like the whole month or whatever. I try and do like 24 codes. So like starting up this podcast was like, Hey, I can actually incorporate some of this stuff, you know, especially if I'm talking about the movie, it works hand in hand. And I know you have a really good code saved up for our listeners when they go to the episode that we'll be joining y'all on very shortly. 
and uh, they'll be very, very happy if they are real TSP viewers. Very good tease. Oh, yeah. That's where we came from, dude. That's our blood. Sloan. <laughs> Nothing like uh, surfing Sloan nudes on the internet, just seeing somebody posting about them, striking up a conversation, and podcasting with said individual. You know, I got to get that filth out of the way. <laughs> yeah, wisdom teeth be damned. <laughs> That's true, dude. Those oxycodone were crazy. That was terrible. So Never wanted that pain again. So, J-Bone, one of the things that I wanted to say before Al just kind of jumped in and talked about the free giveaways that evidently he he looks at on Twitter but doesn't participate in downloading the show. Don't worry. I'll download the episodes twice for you, J-Bone, just for Al. But one of the things that you started is at first you were going to make them really, really, really short. So you were doing like, what, four minutes and nine seconds in honor of little John? Yeah, so actually, uh, yeah, it, all right, terrible uh, execution by me, but I, I kind of rushed the premiere of it, and I was like, all right, I need to do like a kind of gim- gimmick, you know, and I'm like, also, who's going to want to sit there and listen to my voice the whole time unless I get like, you know, some great guests, but I didn't, I didn't think like that many people would be interested pretty much, so when all these guests came to me, I was like, oh man, I can actually, you know, start something out of this, and at first I was going to be like, all right, you know, can you send in like, you know, this little, you know, 15 second clip, and I just realized it'd be way, way too you know, it's way too hard just to time around like a three, six, nine. Like, yeah, we honor you, little John. I love you to death. Uh, the first episode is dedicated to you, though. Though that's a fact. Uh, five minutes and twenty nine seconds, I believe. Uh, that's the actual time. Oh no, actually, it's five thirty one. I believe. Uh, that's little John. Uh, that's uh, get low featuring these sad boys and uh, Ying Yang twins. So, yeah, I mean, that's one of my favorite songs. Uh, if you've been to a wedding with me. You'll know that the DJ is either trying to kick me out because I'm requesting that too much or like I'm going up to him on the phone and saying like, hey, like, you know, the uh, bride and groom, they just consented to this. They told me to run up there and we'll ask you if you can play Get Low. And all of a sudden Get Low plays and I just go crazy on the dance floor. Every wedding. Every wedding. So it's essentially like the my dad, his his song for this at weddings is Shout, you know, Shout, you know, build, build low and then go high but that's a pretty normal wedding song jay bones over here giving andrew jackson's to the dj to play get low so i mean just just a different generation's version of shout i guess this is true shout is a great soccer song i like the ymca i've been to a lot of weddings that's a good song that soccer game they play that at the uh rev stadium that sometimes uh, supporters will chant that song because it's a good one to sing with everyone. Is it like uh, get louder, 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 and then get a little softer? Is it like yeah. they go through the whole thing? Not, not the whole thing, but definitely go through a couple of shows because it's fun because you go, you know, loud, quiet, loud, quiet. It uh, Harley, this is just now coming to me. People who um, go to soccer games, soccer fans chaining the anthems, are they more likely to go do karaoke than any other sports fans? <laughs> I'm not big on karaoke, but at the <laughs> Revs game, what a section. Uh, I'll stand for the whole game and do chanting the whole game, all the songs. It's fun. I don't think Yo. 
I don't think there's a karaoke thing here, Al, because they like you, to sing. Yeah, but in public. Yeah, but we're followers. We're following each other and singing together. Karaoke's all about look at me. These chants are about look at the team. Support That's when the you team. got a bad karaoke crowd. A good karaoke song, you get the the crowd doesn't really care about you, but you're so weird or good, they'll join you. That's got to be. It's got to be like being famous for a regular old bumpkin. When, when, how many times have you ever done karaoke in your life? By myself? Yeah, Never, but I'm the, too scared the, to do it. Like, it's got to be a rush out there on stage. If, yeah. you're, if you're at the soccer game, you're watching like your favorite team that you want to see win against the opponent, and you're rooting for them, so it's different. In karaoke, you're having a couple of drinks with a couple of friends. Like, hey. <laughs> Sounds just like a soccer match. This is the uh, with a couple of friends. Hey. Craziest fun fact about me and karaoke. Um, as a how many, young, fa- how many facts are there? Uh, a little. Uh, as a young teen, I, I did love karaoke. I feel like I I did karaoke at uh, at Jimbo's graduation. I feel like didn't I do like a <laughs> Dead or Alive? High school. Yeah, yeah, high school. Yeah, Dead or Alive. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh. Yeah, and all right. So also, uh, rock band. I friggin' was like. Uh, when that came on PS3, I did Flyleaf. I'm so sick. I was like in the friggin' top 10, uh, 100% on PS3. No lie. But uh, yeah, uh, I know. But like, as I've grown up, like I'm like deathly afraid to like go up on a stage and like do anything. You know, I know a cell phone's gonna be recording me, and I'm gonna embarrass myself. And I'm probably that drunk where like I'm on stage. I should probably just get off. J Bone, this might be a little inside baseball for you. But when you played Rock Band, did you drink Sutter Home with one straw or two straws? Dude, I was drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. That shit was the cap was off, and it was way just in my mouth. Way than Sutter Home Two Straws. I remember me and Jimbo literally were trying to beat that at like midnight or something, just like keep up the other dude that was sleeping over up, and he was so pissed. <laughs> uh, Jimbo, what's your go-to uh, karaoke song? I don't do karaoke. Yeah, no, he was always the guitar dude on Rock Band. Bass or just uh, just regular regs that click click click. Did I don't think they had a bass on Rock Band. They had a guitar, mm. a singer, a drummer. No, Rock Band like introduced the bass. Uh, at least they did in the PS4. I got Rock Band for PS4, thinking it was gonna be sick, and uh, then I just realized my mind just couldn't handle all these buttons at once. Rock Band I don't know was wh- hot, and then it was not. It ran out, but. Um, speaking of wanted dead or alive, we had one of our friends, we went to a popular wing bar, shout out the pluckers and they had rock band night and we were the only losers to show up at rock band night. So basically it was one man karaoke cause nobody else was there. We had one of our friends, a dude who's nuts. He'll do anything. You know, you tell him to do something, he'll do it. Well, he gets on stage to sing Wanted Dead or Alive, and he introduced himself to the crowd with his basically us and a couple wait staff and maybe like one other person. He goes, hey, I'm Big Penis Polinus. This is Wanted Dead or Alive. And then just goes up there and gives it an all his all to an empty bar. So shout out to Big Penis Polinus. You know who you are. No last names, Al. Yeah, right. And Joe, doesn't that make you want some puckers? So, moving forward in your podcast, uh, J-Bone, you uh, start extending it a little bit. You get a little haircut episode in there. 
Uh, that goes a little longer than uh, than anticipated. Hey, we did a haircut episode on our podcast. Is that's another following in our footsteps? Yeah, but oh. they had like a barber. We were in a salon, man. Tips. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know that. Honestly, yeah, it was after that episode where I realized uh, I want to respect the guests that come on the show and give them the appropriate time. So at the time, I was like, oh, that'd be cool, get a live cut, and it was cool. It was a great episode. But then uh, if you listen further down the road, I bring back TJ the Barber, and uh, we sit down with his brother, and we talk about some stuff. <laughs> TJ the Barber, great name. Yeah, no less. Yeah, you, uh, yeah no less. <laughs> Very he on just, point, Jimbo. He came through the house. He gave us a, He just gave us a quarantine cut. It was pretty tight. He always does house calls. Yeah. Yeah. We've been to the shop once, but mostly he always does house calls. TJ no, the been- Barber doing house calls. Does it cost extra to get it done at your house? This is spoken from a man who shaves his own head every uh, every weekend. Well, we, we always still know that. Yeah, you want to tip him. comes to us. We always still know lowest your money. Does he bring his own chair? Uh, well, I got these like uh, bar stools upstairs. Actually, uh, we should note that um, we're being classic right now, doing the pod down cellar. Uh, we haven't done the pod. I, I haven't done my pod at least uh, down cellar. It's always been upstairs. Um, TV room. Yeah, yeah, the TV room. Uh, just I don't know for great uh, reception, I guess you'd call it or whatever. But there's a lot of good lighting over there too, and the guests, you know, they're not crowded in the basement. My basement too. I should note, uh, it looks a lot different. I, you know, put a little home gym in here now. Uh, a lot of the seats where my friends used to sit, they're now gone because of quarantine and uh, all that stuff. But you know, we're coming back hot. It's gonna be a hot summer. Yeah, I could see it being a problem bringing guests down there, especially when you've had your female guest on, because the cellar is a place <laughs> for action, and so you just don't want to mix business and pleasure. This is very true. You got you. Have you had uh, any groupies of the pod of of your pod yet? Uh, no, no groupies really. Um, a lot of people actually on our Twitter they'll hit me up and be like, "Hey, when are you giving away codes?" And I'm just like, "Dude, listen, like here's the deal, you know." So that's another thing he does, Al. Is at the beginning he used to throw the code in random spots just in case yeah. there's that one person that tried to cheat when he posted his podcast at like six in the morning and. Fast forward all the way to the end and catch the code, like that fucking low life out there. So J Bone would like randomly put it in the middle. I like that. Or that's in the a front. It that's j- a fun wrinkle. And then talk gotta- shit to those people as as he's as he's putting it in the middle. Uh, well, all right. So I, I also have a good reasoning for that. Uh, the first two episodes, I was like blown away. I didn't think they'd get that many listens. And uh, yeah, that's another thing I realized. The shorter ones are definitely get gonna get the more listens because everybody's like, oh, you know, this is short and sweet. And just listen to this whenever. Um, but yeah, then uh, that happened. Um, and I was like, you know, people started hitting me up for the codes. I was like, wow, I wonder if all these people listening are actually for the codes or this is whatever family, friends. So uh, before I even knew my freaking family and friends were listening, I thought it was the people for the codes. And then I put the code in randomly one episode and someone, someone, one of the code kids literally hit me up and was like, hey, why didn't you put in a code for the episode? And I was like, hey, it's actually in there. You got to go back. So. I didn't call him out or anything. I was gonna, but then you know, I looked at his profile and I'm like, all right, you know, mercy. Yeah, yeah. J Bone got those vultures, Harley. Well, he should have had he should have had that guy on and ask him why he's code chasing. But hey, listen, I'd like to extend. Uh, I got a contest going right now, and uh, no one's really participating, but it's fine. But uh, if you want to, I got a pinned tweet on our Twitter, JPod Bonecast, and uh, what it is, it's for the uh, horror movie that just came out, The Invisible Man. It's a digital download code. 
all you got to do is literally just, uh, you know, um, give us a uh, rate or whatever. Um, it, it can be an honest review. Take a screenshot and reply to that tweet. I'm also opening and extending it to the Talking Small family. So if anyone wants to give them a listen to any episode and then, you know, rate it and literally sna- uh, just send a you know screenshot in the Twitter and there you go, you're entered. So that's running until our season premiere, which is going to be June 20th. So that's pretty tight. Explain the seasons to me. I've never really listened to a season podcast. I wasn't a serial guy. Uh, explain the serialized yes. nature. What delineates your seasons? So the seasons, uh, I just created the seasons because I don't know where I'm going to take the pod in the direction of the movies and everything. Like, I have a plan for, I just want to do like, you know, season one was pretty much the construction. Season two, I'm going to try and do, you know, a little more serious pods with some good interviews and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we're also going to have like discussions on, you know, whatever's hot, uh, you know, pop culture wise. And then, um, also, uh, you know, in October, I'm really pumped about, I, you know, I want to do like, you know, Halloween's my favorite. So I want to do something with horror movies. Definitely like either like a review every day or something, 31 days of horror. So I'm pretty much getting ready for that. And yeah, I don't want to put that into season cause I don't want to like specifically, you know, name that with the J pod going cast, but we'll see where it goes, you know? Like I said, I wasn't too, I, I mean, I, I'm, you know, I'm invested. I love having the guests on and like learning stuff. And that's pretty much where I'm at right now. Uh, I wouldn't say I'm not invested. I'm just not invested where the point layer, like I use uh, Anchor to host the podcast. And uh, although like the editing software is pretty like, uh, you know, it's all right. It's not the best. Um, you can't really like edit it fully. You can edit to like, you know, the end clip and the front clip of the whatever, whatever. But, uh, you know, it gets the job done. It, it shoots out the uh, pod to all the uh, streaming services that we uh, offer. And, you know, like I said, it gets the job done for what I was looking for. So, all right, I heard what you said there. It sounds great. <laughs> As a podcaster, I'm gonna I'm just going to throw some angle that I think is what it is. A little podcaster, a podcaster. Yeah. Let, just, Talking shop. Yeah, let's be honest here. <laughs> let's be honest. What I got to say is, it seems like you did seasons so you could just take hiatus and not have to podcast for a little while, and it's not weird. Like here at the Talking Small Podcast, Al's got a baby. We go a couple weeks without it. We're not really regular podcasts. We're here, there, hit and miss. We've not been uh, very punctual with our episode releases. Just a little bit more stained lately, you know, a little bit more a while, and it's been a while. So, but no difference in the seasons. This is the same old junk. Yeah. So J Bone has captured the I can go hard for a little bit, you know, and then I can take a break and it'd be cool. Like everybody's like, oh, it's just out of season. Fuck, I can't book a guest for this week. Fuck it. I'm on hiatus, bitch. Season's over. And then, and then also, it's like you can, he can come back and do like Battle of the Seasons, like one of his favorite shows of all time, The Challenge. And he can also be like, you know, he's building up anticipation for the next season. See, I like the season gimmick. And then you'd be like, oh, dude, back in season three of the Talking Small podcast, that was our golden era right there. Yeah, we're still in it, bitch. Listen to this, uh, the season finale, what I wanted to do before I put that out. The problem was, was um, I kind of rushed that and I had, uh, you know, Anchor just came up with this new part where they can host four people on at one time. So I did a season finale with my uh, three buds and we all got on. And then after, but before my plan was to invite everyone that was in my season one and come have a house party. But then all the coronavirus stuff happened and like, you know, you couldn't be like, you know, six feet 
next to each other, all that stuff. And I was like, all right, no one's going to come to the party, you know? Well, this that was be essentially lame. our Kid Rock video. We just all had the party from our own house. Yeah, well, well during the party, you know, I was going to get updates with everybody and, like, you know, tell the people what's been going on, you know. Was there anything you wanted to come back on the pod and, like, you know, revise? Maybe you said something wrong. Like, some of my guests, they, they say stuff so fast, they get it wrong. Someone thought there was eight seasons of Breaking Bad or something like that. There's six. So, Jay Bone, I do like to, I do like the seasons. I think it's a it's a very unique uh, and smart way to go on hiatus. We would steal that, but um, you know we're too lazy to do stuff like that. But I do have a question for you: Are we season one point five? Are we leading off season two? Is this just like bonus scraps? Under the rug, what are what are we gonna be? Yeah, how how are we supposed to perform? Because if you need me to mail it in, I can mail it in. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is actually perfect. Uh, so what I'm planning on doing is, uh, I looked at the uh, anchor thing today, and uh, there's a uh, episode zero, so season two, episode zero. The whole if hey, uh, you know, uh, no, if you go back and you listen to the whole entire J Pod Bonecast, you'll know. Like we've been talking up the whole time. Like we wanted this crossover from the beginning. You're the first choice, and. Unfortunately, the first crossover we did, it was dope. Uh, you know, we talked a lot about Animal Crossing, which uh, is a huge game I've been playing during quarantine. But um, during the pod, like one of the dudes was in a car and the blinker was going, and it was just not not great audio. So unfortunately, uh, that was the worst episode viewed, and I didn't realize it until I went back and listened. But yeah, well, your stats don't. I mean, I'm guessing your stats don't. Uh go by views right so if they just turn it off after the blinker i mean that's still a view right so i mean you know maybe you realize that you like maybe the uh chicks episode or the uh depression episode maybe those just are bigger pop with your audience yeah it could be i don't know uh i don't yeah i don't know how it goes um i know what was it uh one time you know uh when my guests are in studio i play it back for them to make sure everything's all right the and entire then after episode they're yeah not- the entire yeah they're not that long they're like half an hour so you know we're chilling we're like drinking you know we're hanging out i, I want to like have a fun time and um you know after that uh then uh you know i'll go back and it does say one play so i imagine it links up to that but i, like I will it. say it's a good way to get a view pen stats <laughs> yeah i like that well, yeah, that's why I like Anchor, because it gives you, like, not only the views, but it also shows you, like, a lot of, like, the demographics, like, who listens to it and everything. It's pretty, it's, I like it. Harley, uh, that uh, kind of segues into, are we on our podcast right now? Because yeah, I'm going to give out one of my random ideas that has kind of something to do with this. So this is a TSP fundraiser. So he's padding his stats by doing one play. This is a way I think we can raise money for the podcast. I love this it. Upcoming football season. So I was I recently purchased the backyard tent, like a beach tent, little canopy thing. While searching for that, I saw on Amazon one of the small little pea tents. Have you ever seen a pea tent when you're tailgating? Yeah. I say we rent a pea. We get we buy one of these things. It's like forty bucks. Put a couple fucking Home Depot barrels in it. Charge people a dollar to piss in it on game day or a subscribe and download of the podcast and you get the pee for free. Would it, how, you think that would be good marketing for the pod? Is this a terrible idea or a brilliant right, idea? So let me, first of all, I think this is excellent idea. Yes. If I had to pee, 
I would definitely subscribe to whatever the that, fucking podcast You see was. that porta potty line? There's only two of them, and there's fucking 50 people. It's yeah. fucking drunk chicks on a hot day. There's probably going to be shit somewhere. You, get, you got nowhere to put your beer. You're fucking about to piss on yourself. Hey, this little pop-up piss tents right here. This guy's got a mustache. He's kind of creepy, but it's only a dollar. Or a TSP download, subscribe. Hey, you can walk out of that piss tent and unsubscribe, but chances are you're drunk, and you're going to be subscribed for a while before you realize what you did. Yeah, but if they listen to us, I mean, they'll stay, I think. Oh, yeah. But, uh, okay, so I like that. The execution of it, how mobile is this thing? And do we like have to hang it over like a tree or something to where we got to like rope it up or pull it up and stuff and shit? Or how's this work? How it's like a it's a little teepee, like it's a mobile teepee. So you be, I think you can basically just like collapse it and move it easily. And then you put like a, a makeshift toilet in there. If you're if you're only dealing with you can charge extra for do uh, chicks too price gouge them hey two dollars for you you got to squat oh, down was, and piss on the I bucket I was thinking of, uh, extra the, money for a poop is there a poop involved <laughs> here you can't yeah, ask oh. that question <laughs> the, uh, my big gripe with it is you're gonna have a bucket full of excrement where do you put it and then you're gonna have to like clean it and how many buckets are you uh, really gonna uh, be want to handle and ship buckets hold on dude. If this is mobile, I think you just I think dig a little hole. I think you just find the random bush, throw the shit out, and keep moving. Just throw it right in the parking lot. Yeah, I don't. Just right. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you have to worry about where to put the shit. I think you can unload that anywhere. You just got to make sure you got gloves and don't mix your glove hand with your beer hand. I guess. I, I, I like that idea. I think. I think we could. That's pretty gorilla. I think we could use that. It'd be a really sad day if we started actually collecting more dollars and subscribes. I think uh, I think the listener of the year should get like a uh, you know bright yellow tank top this year or something, the reflective or something. You know, go running in and ode to you guys. <laughs> J Bone, are you thinking about merch on your pod? No, not really. Uh, I'm not really looking to like capitalize or anything like that. Uh, I feel like I don't know the sponsors and shit that just like that would like you know, not like stress me out, but it just like you know I have to work a lot more to i guess bring what they'd want to the table and i feel like what i'm doing i like to like you know like you said learn from all the stuff i'm doing j-bone would turn down the joe rogan 100 million dollar (laughs) spotify deal a little too much pressure yo i'd send him your way give it to the stars oh we can't wait to fucking sell out spotify we're for sale baby yeah platinum podcast right here yeah, we're streaming on Stras, uh, Spotify, so yeah, we'll, up. I think we are too. Yeah, we are. I'll give. We'll give you a pandemic discount, Spotify. Only fifty million. <laughs> yeah, one of the things I will say about streaming with Anchor, which really sucks, is uh, for some reason you cannot save your audio, so it's within the website. So somehow that gets lost. You're screwed. Yeah. Which so, really. <laughs> so J Bone, when we uh. When we get off of here, I'm gonna send you some like you know podcast. You know, uh, let's let's just say, well, I'll I'll I'll, sh- I'll send you what equipment we have and what software comes with it, and I'll kind of tell you how much a subscription costs, and I'll let you decide if you love your host anchor or not. Because uh, as a as a as a podcast, I, I mean, I put in a lot of time with the edits. It seems like anchors. I, I don't want to say for noobs, but the anchor makes it easy. 
the podcast is way better with the blood, sweat, and tears of a, an executive producer having to go through all the edits when Craig's on the podcast saying things that would get him canceled in society today very, very quickly. Yeah, this is true. This is why I try to have like a, a little pod prep before and uh, have an understanding with my uh, guests. Like, hey, listen, uh, this could be like a one-time shot, so hopefully don't say anything too bad. Yeah, not that you would, but you know, just in case you do somehow. Well, you did give us that same that same talk, so I do appreciate the same heads up. I love having final cut. All right, so Billy, as, as Billy J- Walsh style. As as J Bones podcast grows, he realizes that Jimbo is going to be a co-host, but then realizes with his seasons and scheduling, it's hard to wrangle two people in and a guest. So then he demotes Jimbo to sports and anchor or analysis. And uh, I, I just got to say, Jimbo, I thought you were a plus content. I don't know why you ever got demoted. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Now I wasn't, I didn't get demoted. It, you know, it just, it is what it is. I asked for it. I'm pretty cool with it. Cause like you said, matching up the two schedules, you just, uh, that's tough to do. I didn't want to be like, Oh, hold up. Like I can't do this day and have to push it out or anything. Um, no, plus, if we're doing like TV shows that we're talking about from time to time, all the time in the seasons, they have different characters. So, like, if this was Game of Thrones, I'm Uncle Benji. You saw me in uh, season one. I'm going to disappear and come back in the end. Man on fire. Save the day. Yeah, the best thing about, like, uh, you know, not, you know, didn't really lose Jim because he's always around. So, he's literally <laughs> in pretty much all the episodes anyways. Um, it's just like. I also wanted to add something to the pod where I was like, all right, you know, some sports going down. We can bring him in uh, for some ML- MLS talk because he likes the revs. Uh, that's something I don't like to talk about, but, you know, a lot of other people talk about. That's almost like uh, almost like wrestling. You know, a lot of people love wrestling. I'm, I'm not huge into wrestling. But, yeah, all my friends like it, so they probably love it if I hosted a wrestling pod. I just don't know what to talk about, so I'd probably have to have someone else on as a guest. One of our most successful podcasts we had that we didn't think would be successful is when we played MLS or not, and it was basically for Jimbo, and that pod got a lot of pop. So Jimbo, it's thanks a great for listening. Thanks for listening to about four or five times. <laughs> Love it. That's amazing. San Jose earthquake, real or fake? <laughs> yeah. So another thing is that uh, throughout our season, uh, you know, I, episode um, I forget what it was five or something. I did a live pod at Pins. And that went off the rails because I was hammered. Uh, I actually deleted some parts in that. I was taking a live leak and everything. And uh, uh, some guys you left the live leak in there. You talked to a guy in the bathroom oh. who might be my favorite guest of the podcast because <laughs> he's just listening to J-Bone podcast in a bathroom while taking a pee. It was absolutely absurd, that's and pre- I was loving every minute of it. That's pretty gonzo podcasting, podcasting while taking a piss by yourself in public. I, I like to do I like to do the live ones because uh, you know they're raw. You know I can't edit or anything like that, so the listeners get to see who I am and stuff. You know behind the curtain, uh, it was pretty funny. But then that's when I realized uh, the whole reason why I did it was because I went with my sister, her boyfriend, and then uh, his parents. And yo, they're like, "Oh my god, we love the podcast. It's so funny." And I was like, "What the hell? I didn't know anybody was you know like that they even knew about it or whatever." And then they were just like, yeah, we want to be on it and stuff. And I was like, oh, what? I'm like, yo, I got to get them on. So I was like, hey, let's just do a live one at Pens right now. You know, we're loosey-goosey. We're drinking. And sure enough, you know, we got the um, the waiter involved. You know, she was telling us our orders and stuff. I got a little re- review from my dad. He's a huge Italian. So 
We ate some shitty pizza over there. <laughs> Your dad listens to the pod? No, my dad does not listen to the pod. <laughs> no, I think he said his uh, sister's boyfriend's parents listen to the pod. Yeah. That's Danielle's, J-Bone's Danielle parent, uh, boyfriend's fiance parents, who, whatever the relation is. So his, so his parents-in-law? Is, yeah. 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 Omar. <laughs> Damn, he's got some hardcore fans. If I had that same situation, I don't think they'd listen to the pod. <laughs> I don't know. You guys have definitely got some viewers from us. I know that because uh, I shout you out all the time. Definitely some curious birds out there. Yeah, we definitely appreciate that. All right, so Jay Bone, not to t- we don't want to monopolize all y'all's time on our pod, so we're we're hitting about the thirty minute mark. But I just got to do a couple things. I got to do some J Pod. J Pod Bonecast Deep Cuts, and are you ready for this? Let's go. All right. <laughs> Please explain to me what the hell is Bully Committee and why were you involved in Bully Committee? <laughs> oh, my goodness. That sounds right, like so Junior yeah. High Fight Club Bully Committee. <laughs> yeah, so this is going back to the uh, high school uh, reunion. Um, I was on the bullying committee. Uh, I, I forget what happened. Like The girls were like bullying real hard in our high school or something like that. So pretty much the assistant principal, like she started this bullying committee and like when she started it, she gave it a huge speech in the auditorium. And then on the way out, she like looked at me and was like, yeah, you're definitely going to do it. Right. Cause like, uh, one time I got called in the principal's office, uh, back in like freshman year. Well, no, actually I was a sophomore. Actually I got cocky and like, you know, me and a couple of buddies were being rowdy at the uh, lunch table. Yeah, we threw like threw a chicken on a table. So I don't know. I got called in the principal's office, and they're just like, "Oh, like we bullying freshmen and shit." I was like, "No, nah, like this was like way back before this was even a problem." But yeah, I seen the assistant principal, and like when she looked at me and said that, I was like, "All right, screw it." You know, maybe this will look good on a college application or something like that. So I joined bullying committee. I actually, it really hit me pretty good, and I was like, uh, "You know, whatever." I'm not. Yeah, I'm proud of it. What was your biggest accomplishment as a member of the bullying committee? Absolutely nothing. I sat in class at the end of uh, every single day of, uh, no, what was it, every like Thursday or something. Uh, I was a junior in high school and, you know, this is, I was smoking weed pretty heavily at the time, so I was pretty blazed at the end of class just sitting there listening to all these people and then I realized, oh my god, like, you know, I gotta stop just being not a shitty person but just like really you know chill on what i've been doing not like i was hardcore bullying but like some shit today is just you know i, I guess like yeah that shit could really uh you know get in a person's head all right is, I this, is this a stay woke moment did they call bullying committee is that another word for detention because it sounds like you were in detention no 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 yo to be honest i literally got detention like once and i think it was because like i was late or some shit like that or oh yeah also uh this kind of flex but uh sophomore year i was a little older than everybody so i got to drive my car to the fucking school and i wasn't supposed to and then they were just like yeah well since the car is there not only are you getting a ticket but then you're gonna get a uh, detention so i got a detention for that but no the bullying committee straight up was for like being a badass you can actually drive to school in your face nerds i'm driving i'm driving yo, to school yeah, way, to, way to get a good scarlet letter all them chicks know that that boy's driving Broad- and a badass broadcasting hey everybody j bone's got his car so if you need a ride or want to go someplace he's the guy to talk to this guy fucks exactly what, this guy drives hey can we go get some slushies it, man it also should be noted bullying committee at the time uh 
I went to a Catholic school, so we had a religion class, and the teacher of the bullying committee was one of the religion teachers I had, which was a dope-ass lady. And I took that because I was just like, all right, you know, not only does this probably look good, but then I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I, I took some weird uh, after-class group uh, things, you know, because I, I, I never really did sports. I tried out for baseball like my so uh, either freshman or sophomore year. I didn't make the team, but after that, I was just like, whatever. Like, you know, I hung out with the kids that played sports anyway, so, you know, you know, I could watch them at least. It was pretty tight. But I wasn't, like, looking to, like, do any, like, thing like that, you know. I was working a lot. All right. So, I got deep cut number two. So, these are just random things. From whatever reason, when I was listening to your podcast, I decided to write these three things down. I'm not sure why. So, the first one was yeah. bully committee. Yeah, I just wrote bully committee question mark. That's all I wrote. That's such a yeah. great punk rock band name. My first is fuckface, but bully committee's got to be rounded in the top three. The, the second one I had is, and maybe this wasn't on the podcast. Maybe I just saw this. Did you really eat the KFC donut chicken sandwich? Yo, all right. So listen to this. That picture that I did, it doesn't even do just. I realize how gross that picture looks after. I think I deleted it. Maybe if I didn't, I, I need to go back and delete it. Cause it looks Please just, tell me you saved this picture, Harley. <laughs> it's a little piece. It's like a little piece of a chicken. And you just know that's like a disgusting part of that chicken that was processed, you know? And, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, the KFC donut challenge I did, it was like so many calories. It was disgusting. I ate it though. All right. So it wasn't good. You regretted it. And, and, uh, no, I didn't, I didn't say any of that. I just said, uh, yeah. Ugh. Like, I mean, like, did I regret it? No. YOLO on food. Definitely. Any crazy food. You kidding me? You got me deep fried Oreo. I still never tried one. I want to, yo, which brings them, uh, another thing to mind, uh, the zaps. Dude, so when you first posted that, I thought uh, for some I don't know why, for some reason I thought they were Cape Cod chips, which is like around us, and because uh, they have a barbecue flavor, and sometimes when you get a barbecue pack, you know, there's one unflavored chip, so I was like, oh, what the hell, no way he got them. And then I saw Zaps, I'm like, oh man, that's even crazy, I've never had Zaps before. What would you give Zaps to, what, would, what kind of description would you give Zaps, Harley, to someone who's never had Zaps? I'd say kind of greasy. Shut it's up, an okay no, chip. Fuck you. A lot of air Stop. in the bag. We a lot argued, of air in the we bag. We argued about this last time. They're better than Miss Vicky's. And guess what? They're on the latest episode of Billions. So fuck you. Zaps is going mainstream. And listen to this episode of the podcast, J-Bone, because I dropped knowledge on what Zaps sent me for being a good little complainer. So that Cape Cod chip, hey, follow me like you did on the podcast. Complain on Twitter. Get free stuff. You're not going to say what free stuff you got, Harley? No, I'm, I'm going to say that on our podcast. I thought we were on our podcast Well, I mean like right earlier in the podcast before oh. I introduced J-Bone. I got to get J-Bone and Jimbo to listen. I'm really going to sound like an idiot because you're going to say it in the first part of the podcast and then we're going to be like, wait, what story? <laughs> oh, it already happened on the podcast, but yeah, I still don't But know it hasn't happened yet, I got but you. it will happen. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything at KFC might as well be like something no, in remote that. Asia because anytime I want fried chicken, I basically go to Popeyes or Canes and end of discussion. I'm never I'm never going in a fucking KFC. By the way, follow Lil Boosie on Instagram. Lil Boosie has a great video today about uh about K uh Canes being better than KFC. I mean uh Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. <laughs> All right. Oh, really big on boozy here in Baton Rouge. All right, so last one is you described waiting with Dane Cook as a funny one. I hate to break it to you, J-Bone, but there's no funny Dane Cook material. Wait, uh, when, when did I say that? 
you said it on one of your podcasts, bro. I I, don't, I didn't write the date, but you definitely talked about waiting with Dane Cook as being a funny movie. And I wrote, hate to break it to you, there is no funny Dane Cook material. Period. I feel yeah, like, well, I feel like Dane like Cook has tried to. He's gotten like the Nickelback. Like everybody just shits on Dane Cook. Dane Cook's first Comedy Central, I think, hour special where he's in the black tank top. That's actually funny. Everything else, not really. But not. that one special is pretty good. And he's also revered by comics because uh, apparently he like created social media influencing on MySpace. Everyone's like, Dane got on MySpace. He got huge. Like that made comics believe about the internet, believe on internet advertising because Dane Cook blew so off of MySpace. Stop for Dane Cook. J-Bone, defend yourself. Listen, uh, so straight up, I didn't say that first of all. That was one of my guests. <laughs> and I know exactly what you're talking about now. Um, when I was talking about Dane Cook, I said that he was in an obscure horror movie where he was a photo- ph- uh, photographer and straight up he took a picture of like a crime scene during the serial killing or whatever. And the serial killer ends up finding him and stuff and like, you know, vets him out almost. But, but then they become like secret friends. And it's this crazy horror film. I forget the name of it. Is but that, anyways, that, that Mr. Brooks movie or whatever. I heard that. Was yes, good. yes, yes. Yeah. Mr. Brooks. Oh, exactly. who's got the movie podcast? And yes, Harley. There, oh. there you go. Well, no, we were talking about it on mine, but like, I'm not a huge Dane Cook fan at all. Like, my guest definitely said, "Wait, uh, oh no, no." I actually, I remember maybe saying waiting was pretty funny because, like, <laughs> don't worry, I'm gonna I, edit this in to, to this podcast, no. Jay Bone, and just show you how executive producer works, and you're gonna see that you said waiting is funny. And now, don't side with Jay Bone. He cuts his ho- he cuts his co-host loose real quick. <laughs> well, I, 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 I will. I don't. I think I've seen waiting. Maybe I don't think I've ever seen it start to finish, but I've seen parts. But I know that like any kid who worked in like a restaurant or did something in food around that era of like high school, they all love the movie Waiting. Like Joe, who listened Fat Vader, who listens to every podcast, he like worked you know selling food during high school as a job, and he fucking loves and waiting. College. I think it's the guys who like nut tapping and showing their nuts to each other they're big waiting guys i love it yeah i mean yeah i might have said that honestly but waiting to me was like enlightening because i it just like opened up my world i was like damn these people really screw my food you know while i'm trying to eat probably all right so thank you for joining us j bone and jimbo on our version of this crossover episode all the viewers out there, Podcast Platinum, go check out J-Pod Bonecast Season 1. There are some gems in there. Definitely not as many Jimbos because he, he, he didn't make the full cut. But there's definitely a lot of gems. And we may even talk about some uncut ones in their podcast. Yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, also, join that uh, Twitter contest I got running right now. Um, you know, uh, talking small people. Go to an episode, rate it, and then take a screenshot and send it to our Twitter, and boom, you're entered. J Bone didn't even say you had to give it five stars. So hey, if you think it's a, uh, you know, just yeah, you can do it. Give it five stars. It's review. No, no, don't worry about it. No, no, no. Give him five stars. Yeah, give him five stars. Tell, tell him here for the J Bone, stay for the revs. The revs, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Love the love, love the revs. All right, yo, baby. I guess in closing, all I got to say is um, uh, Danielle, 
uh, not my sister, uh, Harley's sister. Uh, watch out, because I heard uh, she's single now, so I guess uh, we're going to play that cat and mouse game again. That's breaking moves, because I did not even know that. J-Bone, we've... Wait, no, no. Is she... Actually, I don't even know. Is she single? I thought she was, maybe. Maybe she isn't. <laughs> J-Bone, I don't know if we've talked about this on, before on the podcast, but it's coming to me. Forgive me if we've talked about it, but is it weird like trying to hit on a chick that has the same name as your sister? Dude, it's the worst, because sometimes I'm talking, and I'm like, damn, I have to, like, you know clear my mind of like the other one (laughs) harley do not edit that out (laughs) no 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 no, it's not like that i mean like you know when i'm talking about them i'm like oh man like you know harley's Danielle. i don't want to say harley's danielle because that sounds weird you you just call her damn bleasy yeah oh yeah true damn bleasy yeah 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 but actually i don't know if you're single but if you're obviously my dms are open as hell um i'm not even I'm not even accepting uh, open DMs to be honest with you right now. Well, um, so one of our uh, guests in one of in our poker podcast claimed he would be a guest on the J Pod Bonecast, but he's a very Frick. flakeful guest. He's very hard to get. You might have to call a random Twin Peaks in Texas just to get him on the audio. But our buddy Craig claims that he would do a J Pod Bonecast, but not ours. So you might get a spike guest from Craig just because he doesn't want to be on our podcast anymore. Yeah, he said he wants to do American History X. Damn, I was wondering if he'd do the uh, Paul Walker Memorial episode I have planned out. <laughs> oh, fuck. You, you're going to do one with someone besides Yo, I, Harley for Fast and the Furious? <laughs> dude, I, I got I got multiple codes for Fast and Furious. Huge fan of the franchise. No, I, I'd, I'd much rather listen. I don't want to... I don't want to be involved in that one, Paul Walker. I, that's too, that's too close to the sun, dude. John Cena is uh, apparently going to be in Fast and the Furious don't now. Worry. It's going to have a lot of biceps and a lot of Mexican supplements in that movie. Yeah, Statham's uh, Cena in The Rock. Who are you, Vin Diesel versus The Rock? Like this little back and forth. Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm all Vin oh, no, Diesel. We, I think we covered this. We're Vin Diesel boys. Fuck yeah! All right, so J Bone and Jimbo, thank you for joining us, and thanks for the viewers for. Staying Corona free with the Talking Small podcast. Views from afar, views local. Thank you very much. And we are out. All right.